0: All right. All right. Welcome back. This is The Kelly Road Show, and I'm super pumped to have with me today, Jason Tartek. Jason, welcome to the show. So excited to have you here.
1: Yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to a great conversation today. So you have really done this zig and zag of this craziness with your career. You started off, you did the corporate banking thing. I know you helped facilitate over 150 million in lending transactions to mid market companies, and then you took a crazy turn, <laughs> right? So, so you hopped on to *Bachelorette*. You know, you hopped over to *The Bachelor*. Good Morning America. I mean, you've been all over the place. I know you're an investor and in entrepreneurial companies. And you also really help people to learn uh, about personal finance and about how to make educated financial decisions. So let's dial the clock back, first of all. And I, I have to hear how did we go from this banking career to the TV circuit? And then let's talk a little bit about what you're doing now and kind of where we're going from here.
1: Absolutely. So thank you for having me again. And if we take a few steps back, I think the way I kind of live my life was the life of this blueprint model, the model that I had seen from peers or maybe family, friends, or -hmm. just society and media of what determined what success looked like. And to me, it was very regimented. It was you go to school, you get your MBA, you go work for a company, you become the yes man or woman, you do what you're told how to do it, you talk the way you're asked to talk, you act and dress the way you're supposed to act, you even look the part that they want you to look. And in even certain circumstances, I have a book that's. Being released. I talk about when I was asked by a regional manager to cut my hair when I made a, a move coast to coast, mm-hmm. because my hair had to fit what was acceptable for the look of a corporate banker in that yeah. city. And yeah. I quickly realized on the surface, I had it all figured out. Got my MBA, I was 29. <laughs> I had a you know, six figure signing bonus. I'm like, I'm the man living the tree. But the yes. problem was, is when I got home, I was just miserable inside, like the person I was, I was lost in living my whole career through my title. And it was so weird that it was about three months after I moved coast to coast that I got reached out to from The Bachelorette. And I was just like, what? A year ago, two years ago, three years ago, I would have thrown that call out or email, no chance. But I finally hit this point in my life where I was so lost that I'm like, you know what? Why not? And when I told people that I was even thinking about it, like, have you lost your mind? What are you, a reality show? Like, you're on, you're on a trajectory, man. What are you yeah. doing? Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of the crux of it. It was that I felt as though my whole life had, be li- had been lived for everyone else to check the boxes, to get to the next step. And internally, my happiness level was literally a one or two out of ten. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So many people go through that. I love that you're just openly hitting this head on because I think this is kind of like it's the personal revolution that you have to be willing to go through to live a happy, fulfilled life. You have to stop following other people's blueprints and the rules that were passed down to you or shared with you from, you know, whatever that last generation was. And you have to go out and be willing to create your own blueprint, right? So I love that you're sharing this and the the new book that you have coming out is actually really helping people understand how to restart their career, right? It's like, okay, so you have it all on paper and now you realize maybe that's not the path you want to be on. So let's talk a little bit about the book. I would love to dive yeah. in and really understand um, who it's for, what you're leading them through, what what people are going to get out of it when they finish reading it.
1: Absolutely. So it's the restart roadmap. So if you have to restart your life in any direction, I would say personally, financially, uh, or professionally, I tell my story of all the lessons I've learned from the CEOs that I've met with that have run successful companies and exited at uh, a level that people would dream of to what I learned in kind of the Hollywood scene, reality TV behind the, uh, behind the curtains. And what's fascinating is from, you know, Hollywood to our our homes from Main Street to Wall Street, there are so many takeaways that I took for myself as to how you can kind of restart what your roadmap will look like from a career perspective. And so I have eight solid strategies within this book that tell my story, the lessons I've learned from the people I've interacted with and and what you can do on a day-to-day basis to make either the slightest change or the greatest change you could ever Mm -hmm. imagine as it relates to fulfilling your career and, and your aspirations within your career. And we talk a lot about some of the basics of, 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 of first impression, of pitches, of branding, of marketing, of how to actually break the system of application process, getting to the places you want and how to get there. And I kind of give all of my, um, I will say, my cheat codes from the lessons I've learned from executive producers to executives within large publicly traded companies.
0: Yeah, no, that's amazing. And there's so much to learn from every experience. I think one of the things that I say to entrepreneurs all the time, especially, and you know, you never end up where you started, right? So when you talk about restarting your career, that could apply to someone who wants to change jobs, but that can also apply to someone that is really at a pivotal point in their business. That's like, you know, I started off doing this thing, going down this road and I'm, I'm halfway down the road and I'm realizing this actually isn't the direction that I want to go, which it can be terrifying, especially if you're having a level of success, right? You were on that path, you were having success and you were like, yeah, but this, this just isn't going to bring the happiness and fulfillment. And I think a lot of people that are the highest achieving do suffer that unhappiness because they feel like they're almost a prisoner to their own success. And it sounds like you're really helping people like break out of
1: that, right? Yeah, it's break out of that. And it's also drilled down because my difficulty within my career can be completely different than what mm-hmm. your difficulties are. And our solutions are going to be completely different based on the drill down that we have to do. Is yeah. it compensation? Is it title? Is it mission? Is it purpose? Is it yeah. passion? I think within our careers as entrepreneurs or our careers as what we're navigating within any industry, yeah. whether you are for a not-for-profit business, a for-profit business, um, whether you're an administration Uh, clerk at the the, the office or you're running a $100 million company, there's no way to put a solution in place until you have fully understood yourself. And the problem is we live in this world that distracts us from getting us to know ourselves because we constantly have to fill and check the boxes for everyone but ourselves. And this is an issue that also bleeds into financial distress. When we aren't managing the most important asset in the world, which is money, what happens is then we continue to be dependent on this system that actually deters us from creating the best versions of ourselves, And so that is why one of our biggest discussion points has to be finances and how we're managing it. Because anybody that is managing their lives independently, siloed, professionally, personally, financially, is going to have a rude awakening because they each bleed to one another. I mean, look at just the divorce rate. The the, the biggest reason people get divorced is because of financial distress. These issues all bleed to one another, and we have to tackle them from a global perspective as opposed to a one-off perspective.
0: No, it's every area of life is completely interconnected, and you just simply cannot create the life that you want if you're ignoring these things and the way that they work together to create all of your life experiences and outcomes. Now, I want to circle back for a second, Jason, because, you know, you talked, about how in the book you really look at what were the learnings from the finance industry? What were the learnings from Hollywood, from reality TV? And what I always tell people is, you know, no matter what your career journey is, being able to extract the most important lesson that you are placed in that scenario to learn is the most important Reason Why you had that experience like you went through that experience to gain that specific learning that specific lesson to apply it to where you're going in the future. I would love to hear, you know, give us like a little bit of a sneak peek from some of these different scenarios for you. What those big takeaways were that you're applying now that you're using now with like, okay, you broke free of the blueprint. Now you're creating your own you're out there in the world, you're writing your books, you're doing your thing, you're investing in these companies. What are you using? Like, what are the learnings that you're using now?
1: For sure. So I'll give you a couple sneak peeks into it. But the big thing is there's a reason when you go to a show there is the curtain and people talk a lot about peeling the curtain back what's behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. Behind every success story there is a very deep rooted strategy thought process yeah. and learning curve. So let's talk through some of them. Right? How many people out there go and look at their magazines and see these paparazzi photos of their favorite celebrity looking good or they're they're, they're reading a headline because there was a paparazzi story. You quickly learn within this space that majority, almost 99% of all paparazzi photos are set up and the business mm-hmm. behind it. A lot of these celebrities are working with their stylists before their paparazzi photos yeah. shoot. They're getting paid for what they're wearing. They know what magazines it's going to go in and they know what attention, what impression and what stories are going to be made from this headlines. There is a business case for every action that occurs. And typically they're also working with that paparazzi, the person that's going to shoot them to tell them where they'll be, when they'll be, and that person will pay them too. So what's the what's the learning lesson (laughs) there. There's a lot of learning lessons. Everything you do, you're making an impression and everything that you're doing for a business reason has to have a business case. The other thing is when you're looking at something, make sure to dig deeper than what just the headline is or the story that's being told and really think through why someone might be trying to get your attention for what it is, whether you're a professional or you're just a consumer spending your money. Another quick one I've learned very, very, uh, very quickly in the TV space, Good Morning America, or when I was on, you know, doing um, any of the NBC shows, you have the smallest amount of time to make the biggest impression Mm -hmm. and everything matters. Your tone matters, what you're wearing, how you say it, your inflection point. Was it funny? How was your timing? And there are so many lessons that could be learned through that, whether it's an interview, um, whether it's a conversation with a potential client, whether it's you talking to your boss, what are your PowerPoints? What are people going to remember from what you said and how you said it? And I could even go into a deeper dive of the first, the power of the first impression. When I first went on the show, you think about what happens when you walk out of that limo. You have ten seconds to make a first impression on someone, and if you screw up a first impression, there are a lot of studies out there that say it will take seventeen acts of remedy to make up for the bad first impression. But it doesn't start from The Bachelorette when you come out of the limo. It starts from when you're starting to meet with the producers and they're thinking about what your role is going to be and who is your personality. And every moment you're making a first impression and every single day a first impression could be made that could change your life professionally. And so these are small snippets of what I've seen behind the scenes with a guy like Michael Strahan and his perfection and the way he treats the people backstage and the way that he delivers his one-liners and comes prepared. All the way to the people that were influenced into their first impression as opposed to saying no this is what i'm going to do because this is who i am and this is the exact energy i want to give off because it's the best representation of me and the outcome from these very very small actions can have severe severe impact Mm -hmm. on your overall success your relationship building and what comes to fruition tomorrow five years ten years or a lifetime away
0: That is so good. It's so powerful. And it's so important right now, Jason, because in this world of the online experience where so much of people's connectivity and interactions are online, it's very easy to fall into this like transactional, like speed and quantity of interaction versus quality. And you can feel like you're doing a whole lot throughout the course of the day but you're not really doing a whole lot of anything because you didn't really make an impression on anyone. You didn't really grab someone, right? And now they say I think you have like 3 seconds, right? I think we're down to 3 seconds we yeah, have. Maybe it's less than that, right? So I I really love that you're taking the time in the book to to peel this back because this is not a new concept but it's a lost concept. It is completely lost in the world of business today. And I think so many, and I, you know, our audience is all entrepreneurs and business owners. And what do they want to do? They want to stand out and they want to make an impression online. Mm -hmm. They want to be seen, heard, and paid. And I think what you're talking about here is the missing link for a lot of people. I think there's a lot of action, a lot of activity, but we need to really amp up the intention behind that. And I think you're giving some strategies that are so great, whether you're interviewing for a job or you're trying to get a spot on television, or if you're just trying to build a more successful company online.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh Absolutely. I think in anything you're doing, whether it's social media, e-commerce, or honestly working with uh, a conversation with your partner, Mm -hmm. if you are continuing to just be transactional, you're never going to see the success. You're never going to be able to engage and elevate people. And that's what you have to do in this world. And that's the crazy thing about some of the stuff we're doing. Whether I was working with a CEO or I was watching the way a producer would work through a specific scenario. You have to constantly be thinking about how you're going to engage someone within the conversation, within the actual theme of what you're doing, and then elevate it. If you're just checking your boxes, you'll never be able to do that. It's a great story I had. So I have a podcast called Trading Secrets, and we just had um, Pinky Cole on. And so Mm -hmm. Pinky Cole was a restaurant. I I don't know if you know her story at all, but entrepreneur had a restaurant, lost a million dollars, went broke. And then she started this new restaurant called Slutty Vegan. And a lot of Mm -hmm. what you're saying kind of is resonating with the story she told me about not being transactional, being uh, transformative. And she does Mm -hmm. that. She used to be a producer on The Maury Show. And okay. all they would say is what we need to do to grab your attention is think through what is going to hit you emotionally and then get your interest to want to know the outcome. And so she did that with slutty vegan. She's like, if I called it vegan, no one would be, I couldn't get the clickbait. I couldn't get the emotion. Yes. And now you know that I'm a restaurant that wants to make a difference. So you're engaged and she has an eight hour line outside of her restaurant. And you see this day to day with business. That's someone who's thinking more through the transaction. That's thinking through relationship, experience, engagement, elevation, and if you continue to go through life, just checking the boxes, that's all you're going to get out of life.
0: No, it's a, it's a hundred percent. And there's something else really important there, which is that she went through the experience of losing a million dollars and having a failed business. And now she's having wild, wild success. And that's the part that we forget to pay attention to, right? Is that the people that are achieving at these levels, all of us, we've had massive failures. We've had massive setbacks but we just kept going, right? And I love that that she had that experience. Now, you're talking a lot about impressions, right? And I would love for you to share, you've kind of, you've done the circuit, whether it's corporate, you know, small business investment, the television world, who is the person that has made the biggest impression on you? Whether it was a surprise because you were like, wow, this person's really amazing. And I didn't think they were going to be all that great. Or, you know, someone that really stepped forward and made a difference for you, who has made the biggest impression on you where you're like, I'm going to take that, put that in my pocket. and, And I really learned something from meeting this person or interacting with this person.
1: Ooh, that is such a good question. Um, All right, I am gonna
0: give a couple if you want.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna give. I'm I'm gonna give an overall theme, and then I'm gonna give you one example. So the overall theme I've seen is that there are people in this world that put on their persona and put on their image and their brand, and beneath that brand and that image, there is a really distasteful, calculated. a uh, toxic in, individual. Yeah, And there are people that put on and wear that brand and they don't wear that brand or put that brand on. It's who they are as people yeah. consistently through and through, no matter who they're talking to, what scenario in, it's the definition of them. And in life, if you cannot identify who is putting it on and who is truly authentic to the core and yeah. what they're doing and how they're doing it, you will catch yourself in many, many traps. And again, that goes back to potentially mm-hmm. personal relationships, the people you work for, yeah. the people you work with. Um, I'll give you an example of, of someone I already brought his name up. I'm going to give you two examples of big takeaways I had for meeting these people. The one I already talked about was Michael Strahan. Mm-hmm. Michael Strahan is an individual that no matter who he's talking to or how he's talking to you, he gives you his full attention uh, and gives you everything that he can. And you could see it no matter where he's going. Hoda is the same way. Now, I can tell you some of their colleagues are the exact opposite. It's very eye-opening. Now, one guy who truly inspired me when I met with him, and I think some good takeaways from, from his conversation was Mark Laurie. He's a billionaire. He owns the Minnesota Timberwolves with A-Rod. He came from absolutely nothing. And there's something he said to me that absolutely resonated. His whole life, all he did with his businesses is he just went all in, all in, all in. He didn't give himself an option to fail. And he said to me, right now, Jason, could you bike across the country in 30 days? You look kind of fit. You work out a little bit. (laughs) I was like 30 days I'm not much of a biker. Uh, I think I could do it probably like 45 60 days. It's like okay. If I tell you right now you're going to die. You're dead if you don't get there in 30 days. You can do it. I was like hell yeah, I'm going to do it. He said I live every second of my life like that. Mm-hmm. I don't stop pushing myself to the absolute max. And people will say it, people will think it, but no one will do it. And that's why I'm one of 3000 billionaires that came from absolutely nothing in a planet of over 7 billion people.
0: That is amazing. I'm just going to pull that clip out. And I'm going to play that for my team <laughs> and my clients over and over and over because it's true. I mean, it's so basic, but it it's This is what we're missing, right? It's the difference between going through the motions and playing full out. And actually, to your point, I think it's really interesting what you just shared about those personas because... You know, our whole audience is business owners. I just had this experience of, of two very, very different celebrities in the last mm-hmm. week. One that I was blown away mm-hmm. because she just over delivered. She gave so much heart. I mean, literally, you know, she showed up in a way she definitely didn't need to for sure. myself and my team and, you know, the audience and all of those things. And then we had an opposite impression with, you know, another individual. Hmm. And I think it's it's also it's not just being able to recognize in others, when they're putting that on, but it's also making sure that as a person that's out in the world trying to build a great career and network and and achieve your goals, that you're also showing up that way. I actually just ran a huge event last week, and I said to my husband, I was looking at all the social media and I was looking at the people, the feedback from the event and everything, and I said to him. The most important piece of feedback that I got and the thing that I cherish the most of anything was that someone actually wrote, I met you in, in person and you were who I thought that you were. Yep. And I said to my husband, like, this is it. Like, this is the goal, right? It's it's to be who you say that you are. And mm-hmm. it's for people to meet you in person and be like, oh, my gosh, you're everything I thought and so much more versus this persona that isn't really you know, backed up in the everyday. So I love that you gave that example. And I just wanted to to say that out loud for all the business owners listening to the show, because it doesn't matter whether you're running a small six figure company, a large seven or eight figure company, a billion dollar company, to the people that follow you and believe in you and trust you, like you are that person to them, right? Mm-hmm. They're looking forward to meeting you and interacting with you. And they're waiting and wondering whether you're going to be the person that they thought, you know, that that you were or they're a persona online is something that you fabricated and then they meet you or interact with you and they're like, oh, wow, okay. That wasn't, you know, wasn't what I was hoping. And then you kind of lost that person for life, I feel like. So that's a really good, it's a really perceptive, important topic topic that you're talking about there.
1: Yeah. And I think we live in a world right now, like maybe 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Certainly it was very easy to get away with bullshit today. There is just too much information on every single person. And we love as a society, for some reason, we love to sniff out bullshit and call people out and put them on blast. And so I think whether you are hiring someone as an entrepreneur, you know, the most important asset you'll have is your people, unless you have some crazy IP or goodwill is your people. Mm -hmm. And so when you're hiring people, these are things you got to look for, yeah. and if you're an individual that is considering maybe starting your own business or working for someone else, it goes the same way. And so consistency okay. throughout—it's just so imperative. And now more than ever, like if I'm hiring someone, the analytics and research I'll do to go look at—you know—I am not crossing the line in stalking, but all this information's out there. You got to look is. at their social media. You got to look at their LinkedIn. Yeah. You got—do they have a personal website? How quick is their response time? There's so many things you could do out there to get an understanding of who a person is at the core and uh if you try to deter from like who you truly are you will get caught right yeah. i just in yeah. my opinion
0: and it's miserable yeah. And miserable,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> right? Like who yeah. wants to, who wants to have to get dressed up as a different person every day? It's like, let's just do it real. And and, we'll and I, did it, I yeah. did it for
1: 10 years. I did it for 10 yeah. years. Um,
0: yeah. So, you know, you know what I'm talking about. So let's talk a little bit about what's next for you. So, um, what is the, the actual release date of the book? When, when is your book coming out? And let's just talk about like where you're going from here. Cause you've done some fun, exciting things. You've done some really cool stuff in your career. I would love to hear where you're going next with everything that you've learned.
1: For sure. So um, yeah, I was a bit banker for 10 years and took a detour into reality TV and quickly learned <laughs> the business behind this reality TV. And it was getting to a point where, first of all, I was miserable in my career, but in you know one month, I was making the salary that I could make in one year yeah. and just leveraging this platform, but doing it the right way, again, back to the the whole yeah. idea of like staying true to yourself. Yeah. And so it has been a really cool ride. And from this ride, I quickly identified, and this is more of a financial uh, issue within our country. It's, it's really uh, an epidemic right now is that I put out there when the whole market was crashing in March of 2020. Be honest with me, audience. Can you tell me, and if I ask you right now in three sentences, can you explain to me what the S&P 500 is? Over 250,000 people saw that. And when they saw that, what percentage of the 250,000 people do you think said that they could yeah. high level tell me what the S&P 500 was in a few sentences? What percentage do you oh, think gosh. said they could do it?
0: you <laughs> 10%, 5%, I don't pretty know. Pretty
1: good, you're pretty good. I got an yeah. honest crew. 91% of them said they couldn't yeah. do it. 9% said they could. And it just yeah. hit me. You got $1.7 yeah. trillion dollars of student debt out there. You have a net worth of our generation diminishing at a rate so much accelerated from our parents, even while we have inflation yeah. on our side. Sure. And there are just so many issues out there with the things that we need to know versus the things that uh, we are taught. So yeah. what we've done is we created a, a company called Restart and we're doing education and consulting we have a business networking event with it, a business networking event that we have over a thousand members. Uh, we have the podcast Trading Secrets under there. We're hiring new media personalities so it's a one-stop shop for anything as it relates to finance and career management. Uh, the book comes out in uh, January, which is exciting. so excited to get that going. pre-order starts January. It'll be on shelves uh, in April and um, it's been a really fun, just a whole journey building this business. And so what we're in the process of building now, is, uh, is a model in which if you need anything as it relates to your career management or your finances, uh, we will have the product in place to do it. So mm-hmm. if you're trying to refinance your mortgage, you have questions on it, come to us. If you need the products, we put you in the right place to get you the best deal for whatever your financial package looks like. If you need an advisor, if you need a broker, anything you need financially, if you need your resume done, um, we'll have a one-stop shop that we're building now. So that has been fun. On the social media side, it has been so much fun branding myself and I am my own manager. And I've actually hired my friend as a manager to help me out and, and and manage some of my stuff and then we hired another yeah. member of our team and another member of my team and what i've quickly realized there is a huge gap in this social media world uh, and there are a lot of sharks taking advantage of people like mm-hmm. myself who are just coming off a show so down the road i would love to continue to potentially stay in this world by creating an agency that does it right uh, and that does really really well by the influencer and the output of the stuff they're putting on the table, because everything they put out has an impact on a lot of eyeballs. And so it's been fun, we're continuing. We we have a financial trading company too. We have an app you can trade on called FinTron. So we're continuing to build our business and then invest in other businesses that are helping support our overall mission.
0: You are making it happen, man. I love it, I love it. I love the zig and the zag. I always say when everybody else zigs, you zag. So you see that opportunity in the market, financial education is such a massive gap. I'm I'm so excited and happy to hear that you're really looking to um, give people the connectivity between their money and their career and all the tools to do it. I will absolutely be first in line to grab a copy of the book. I I think you're gonna make a lot of new friends uh, when we release this show. So really excited to have you here, Jason. Just great, great work. Excited to uh, watch you soar and uh, best of luck with the book.
1: Thank you so much for having me on, Kelly. It's been a pleasure.
0: All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you back here in just a couple days. Make sure you share this episode with a friend that would enjoy the conversation we just had.